Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Summer Movie Club. I am your host. Uh, unlike some people in the movie we're covering this week, I don't look a gift towards in the mouth. I'd be perfectly fine being a frog because, you know, ninja powers. Uh, I'm Zach Weiss, if I didn't say. Uh, and my co-host, as always, like the villain in the movie, can smell teenagers, ladies. Ladies, it's true. I Adam it's, a, it's um, it's a curse, really, but it's really beneficial when you're playing uh, and when you're, you're trying to avoid when you're trying to avoid gangs of tough youths. Yeah, like you can smell them coming. Yeah. Oh God! Uh, this week we're covering uh, the. 1995, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers the movie. This is the first one, not Turbo. I watched Turbo and the 2017 reboot. Oh, I forgot about that one. Yeah. Um, the Elizabeth. This is this is the cash grab on the um, early 90s Mighty Morphin, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers phenomenon. Uh, without going too much into my opinions list, I cannot believe we all were into this. Um, yeah, it was, we it were was so bizarre. stupid. This was the shit. Um, directed by <laughs> Brian Spicer, who I look at, I think he just he did this movie and then just every one episode of every television show that's been on since 1995. Yeah, he's done a lot of TV. He did. Um, Excuse me, he did uh, Castle, Once Upon a Time. Oh, dude, I, I, scrolled, I scrolled through, and I scrolled long enough that I forgot whose page and for what reason I was on. Yeah. And I never, I still never got to Money Morphin Power Rangers. I quit before I got there. He did an episode um, of Heroes. He did an episode of uh, Burn Notice, an episode of the reboot of Knight Rider, uh, Prison Break, two episodes of Prison Break, excuse me. Uh, oh, did a good enough job the first time they had him back. Huh? Did a good enough job the first time they had him back. Exactly. He did 12 episodes of 24. Um, so, sounds like he did half of them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, he did one episode of Las Vegas, and no one watches Las Vegas. Josh Jamal doesn't even watch Las Vegas. And you don't get that joke because Josh Jamal is on Las Vegas. <laughs> Who's who is that? Is that uh, he's on He's talking about his uh he's talking about his uh, cousin Harris. Oh goodness. You ever see you ever see an ad for burn burn notice and you're like, who watches burn notice? And you're like, Harris watches burn notice. <laughs> I love that bit. I'm done now. Oh. You can continue. Okay. Uh it was written by John Camps and Arn Olson. Uh I didn't even look up John Camps to be honest with you, but Arnold also wrote Cop and a Half. John um, John Camps wrote um, the screenplay for The Borrowers. He wrote okay. the screenplay for Zathura. He wrote Ghost Town. He wrote a screen story screenplay by the little engine for the little engine that could. And he also wrote the Joseph Gordon-Levitt vehicle, Premium Rush. Oh, uh, I like to think he saw Jumanji. And said, hey, I got an idea for a movie. And then wrote Zathura. 
he saw Jumanji and was like, space. Yeah. What if those monkeys were comets? What if they were space monkeys? What if that rhinoceros was the moon? <laughs> um, uh, just a quick synopsis. A Here, wait, can, I, can, I, can I do one more joke about Zathura? Oh, yeah, good. What if that person was Dax Shepard? <laughs> uh, you, you got your, your standard uh, people in this. You got your Karen Ashley, your Johnny Young Bosch, Steve Cardenas. You, you know your standards. You're Jason David Frank. Um, I, if I remember, because I can't remember his name, the guy who played Jason, the original Red Ranger, his name was a variation on Jason David Frank. Like it might have been like Frank Jason David or something like that. Was it? No, not exactly that. But it was some. It was some uh, weird variation. Refresh Keep talking my memory before we get too far into this. Is it Turbo where the other the old Rangers come back and they're like trapped in a submarine or something like that? I have no idea. Anyway, I know. Uh, I know. I, I know. I owned Turbo, but I don't remember Turbo. A giant egg is unearthed on a construction site and soon opened, releasing the terrible Ivan Ooze, who wreaks havoc, wreaks vengeance on Zordon for imprisoning him millennia ago. When, with Zordon dying and their powers lost, the Rangers head to a distant planet to find the mystic warrior uh, Dulcia. Good rumor name. Um, now, do you notice how this synopsis works under the assumption you know who the Power Rangers are? Which is why we're yeah. watching the Power Rangers movie. The opening scroll does not assume you know who the Power Rangers are. And has to explain to us who the Power Rangers are. Um, sorry, I was only half paying attention because I was looking up the guy who played the Red Ranger in the original series. Yeah. His name is Austin St. John. Oh, so nothing like David uh, Jason... Oh, you know what? This but whole time, in, I think in the just... show, his name is Jason Lee Scott. Hmm. Uh, what's wait? What was his first first name? Uh, Austin. Austin. Awesome. Hmm. It might have just been when I was younger. I was like, "Oh, that's weird." Tommy's first name in real life is Jason, and there's a Power Ranger named Jason. That literally might have been the connection I was making in my head. I think that I remember that being a thing. Like, like, oh, Tommy's first name is Jason, and Jason's first Jason's first name is Tommy. But that's not true. That's not, no, because that's why I had you repeat his first name. Because I was like, did I miss his first name's Tommy? And that was the thing. No. Just uh, just my, uh, what, was 94 the show came on? That was what, my, like, or 93. So my 93 five, to 96, yeah. Yeah, like my five to six-year-old brain just not working properly. Like our human brain works. Um, so anyway... Let's get right into how these teenagers and the bullies that bully them are allowed to jump out of a plane with little to no supervision. Yeah. Yes, are, it gets for, it's for charity, I guess, but still. Are teenagers, is, are teenagers skydiving alone allowed? Is that allowed? I, I, I don't know. It doesn't seem like a thing that would be allowed. Um, especially... Uh, like they they let one jump with a snowboard on for some reason. Yeah, I was gonna say um, why is my, I have a better question. Why does Tommy have a snowboard through all this? Literally, if anything, it would be a hindrance to him like joining up with his rangers in the air because it would create wind resistance, slightly slowing him down. 
Um, but also, if it turns out that that's a real thing, like that people do that, like jump out of with a snowboard for whatever reason, I wouldn't be surprised. I've seen, I've seen people jump out of out of planes with snowboards on their very nineties. Like well, so the was second you hit two thousand, you you weren't allowed to do it anymore. Um, we get Why the first instance? You weren't allowed to strap a snowboard to your feet. This the first instance of something that really got under my crawl watching it this time because it's been a very long time since I've watched anything Power Rangers. Um, they're all wearing, of course, because this is this was a hallmark of the show. They're all wearing jumpsuits that match the color of the ranger that they are. I heard right? about that saying it must suck being a Power Ranger and only being a one color. Yeah, first off, I like to think that they all had to go buy, like, they all had to go buy them because they, like, they go to the skydiving thing and they just have one colored skydiving, like, jumpsuit. And they're like, fuck, now, like, we can't all be, like, Billy. Yeah. So they all had to go and buy specially made suits. I have an issue. I was, I have it later, but I'll bring it up now because they're supposed to, their identities are supposed to be secret, yes? Yeah. How is it that no one has noticed that these six teenagers who are all color-coded to the um, uh, these Power Rangers who save the town on a regular basis, um, they're only dressed in those colors all the time, and they never seem to be around when a Power Ranger attack is happening. Yeah, no one has noticed, like, hey, Tommy, I noticed you color white. And you've never been around when the Power Rangers saved the day. Yeah, like I'm sure there was there was episodes where like they're all holed up in like a, well every, like the, like all the teenagers in the town are holed up in um like the the juice bar or wherever they used to like, hang out. They um they used to hang out at a like a smoothie bar slash karate studio, which was there was you couldn't throw a rock in the mid '90s without hitting a juice bar karate studio combo. So it was. And that was at least realistic. But yeah, what no one you... What are your children? Amelia's being annoying, as per usual, and Ben is playing with magnetic blocks. Yeah. What, it, sounds like it, like, it sounds like slapping and then whining. Uh well he's slapping her with the blocks. Oh, okay. He's actually exactly. building a, like a little question. tower. Yeah. What's your favorite 90s trend that um, takes place in uh, two of our favorite childhood movies? Uh, Rollerblading montages? Exactly. Uh, (laughs) I have a a note that uh, rollerblading montages are a friend of the show. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Um, Although... Oh, no, there was a rollerblading montage in the second Mighty Ducks, wasn't there? Yes, where they're they, collecting they, everybody do like the mall, the what's it called, like the Mall of America or something. And then they rollerblade and they like Gee and Connie are about to kiss, and they're like Gee, let's go! And he goes, I was this close. <laughs> oh yeah, um, because I'm confusing it because there's also a rollerblading montage in the third Mighty Duck movie. Yeah, they, they really just well, they hit the sweet spot with the, the rollerblading montages, and they couldn't not do another one. Do you remember? Um, do you remember the, the the really funny joke that Michael Ian Black says during "I Love the '80s" where they're talking about rollerblading? I do not. 
At one point, he's talking about like um, they're talking about how uh, uh, they 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 made they, they just, I played down steps. I found guardrail. <laughs> Blade down your mama's ass. I do remember that. Um, so yeah, they, they, they're rollerblading. They're doing the normal stuff like going downstairs and jumping over things and like kicking their legs up and like and bending their knees up so that they're like like their like their feet touch. They're, like your yeah. general. Yeah, they're doing they're doing all this thick nineties moves. Don't worry. Yeah, it's a, it's a great set of rollerblading moves. Um, uh, they rollerblade through the construction site and it's at this point that Vulcan Skull had jumped out of the plane like right then and landed in the construction site. Yeah. And I was like, wait a second. The Rangers jumped long enough that they did their whole acrobat thing, landed, changed into rollerblading outfits, rollerbladed all the way over to this construction site. And Vulcan Skull still haven't jumped. Let's rephrase your sentence real quick. They jumped out of the plane. They did their acrobatic thing. They had a funny little talk down with Fred and his dad. Mm-hmm. And then they changed into terribly 90s outfits. Color-coded. <laughs> color-coded. Ter- terribly color-coded 90s outfits. Rollerbladed around town. Went through the thing. And now Bulk of the Skull. Yes. Like, at that point, how did they let them jump out of the plane? There was no way. They, they were miles and miles off of course. From the landing zone, yeah. it's like irresponsible to let these teenage bullies yeah, jump out shit. of this plane. They almost jumped without their parachutes. Yeah, there's they no ju- supervision without even fully attaching them to themselves. Yeah, like did you notice when they land, uh, Skull never deploys his chute. He's holding on to bulk. <laughs> there was almost a tragedy. But at least the observatory, at least the observatory two, earned some money somehow. There's two, almost two teenage deaths because this goddamn observatory just can't have like a fucking. I don't yeah, how does this dead. fundraiser? Do, do do people pledge to donate a certain amount of money per skydiving bullseye or something? I I guess. Because I don't understand how teenagers jumping out of a plane versus firefighters. Um, like I, I think the observatory getting money. What would have been a better idea is maybe like do a car wash, or <laughs> um, I remember like when I was in school, a big thing was like to fundraise was a box of candy that had a bunch of different candy bars in it, and then you sold those candy bars for a dollar. Maybe that would have been good. Maybe they could have done like a like a silent auction. Anything. Any but of no, these let's, things would have throw... any of these things would have put teenagers out of harm's way. But to, like, let's at least be honest, um, these people, these kids, do not look like teenagers. I had to have my like. It wasn't until I was reminded by dialogue that they were teenagers. Yeah. That I remember that that was the thing. Hey Ben, yeah, like they're, stop they're, doing that. They're in high school. Mm-hmm. Very little schooling happens, though. Um, so it's at this point we, we see Ivan oozes egg, and that's where it's at that point. It's like underneath, like a lid, 
at first. Oh, yeah, wait, before you go to that, like, I'm their shoes like i'm work you're working at a construction site and you find a giant manhole cover with a big angry face on it like it, it does have a face on it doesn't it it's a big angry looking face on it and like it's like it's like white people are a special kind of people because we are dumb enough to, oh, let's just open that all willy-nilly let's not call somebody Let's not like get the X Files down here and shit. Let's not get uh, David Duchovny. Yeah. Let's just fucking strap some shit to it and lift it with a crane and see what happens. Well, it's a, I was reminded at this point. This a lot of the bad guys in this show, um, were, like are trapped in like containers at first. Yeah, that's like Zordon's play. That's Zordon's move is he traps you under a yeah. manhole. I can't remember how Zed, Lord Zed, was like, came into. Around. I, remember, I know I Rita, Rita at least was in a dumpster, a space dumpster. Yeah, pretty much. Zed's in this thing. In the original series, oh, no, in the Who's? in like the themes, in like the opening theme song, uh, you see like two astronauts like literally just remove a manhole cover from a thing, and Rita comes out of it. So Zordon has like a really weak move of like just putting motherfuckers in sewers. Sorry, I stepped into the living room. But here's the thing: if people would just leave him the fuck alone, his plan would be fine. They do contain them until people start fucking with them. That's what I mean. And you know who it is? It's white people, dude. White people need to chill the fuck out. Welcome to my TED talk. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I like the fact that like, um, they buried. In the um, they buried them in the in the manhole cover. Like, hey, remember that giant like weapon of mass destruction he was trying to kill everybody with? It's yeah. buried five feet from where he's buried, just in case. Yeah, I know. Later, when they're digging them up, I was like, they could have moved. It. They could have put them like down the road at the at least, and it would have been better than what they did. Yeah, it's like if they. It's like if, um, like, a bad guy hijacks a nuclear bomb, and then, like, the Power Rangers stop him, and they put him in a dumpster, and they're like, what are we going to do with this nuclear bomb? It's like, I don't know, just put it on top. Maybe it'll keep the lid closed. <laughs> um, like maybe maybe if we, if we put the bomb next to the dumpster, it'll prevent the dumpster from rolling away. Uh, we see one of the, the construction guys touch the egg and then get electrocuted. Mm-hmm. And then there's no follow-up on him at all? He might be he, dead? Yeah, he's, he's dead now. Like, we don't have him. He could um, Oh, here's a question I have. The, the, um, I, this is like a, a how this universe kind of works thing. When the 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 rangers go off on the side and they, they do their communication with Alpha and Zordon, mm-hmm. and then they zoom away in colored streaks. Mm-hmm. Can anyone? See, that, can everybody see that? Yeah. That was my question. Or is it just like for effect for us? I think it's just an effect for us. Um, I don't know. Uh, um, Zordon does not. I feel like um, very few things benefit from the lower quality of like the olden, not olden, like nineteen ninety three, like the older like quality of video. 
Mm-hmm. Um, Zordon does not look good more high def than the TV no. show. He looks like yeah. it looks very odd. Like back in, on the TV show, it's like low quality. It's like very fuzzy around the edges, so like you can't like see his like ears. I feel like in this, like you can like, see his ears in the tube, and it's like no, I don't, yeah. I don't. Yeah, and, and it only gets worse once that that tube gets broken. We, we see the. Uh, I always think of it as the uh, Darth Vader without his mask off, without his helmet on version of Zordon. Yeah, but like if the if Darth Vader without his mask on was also in a ball sack. Yeah, like if Darth Vader underneath the suit was just a scrotum with a head. Yeah, that would be a. Um, uh, where am I? We see Lord, uh, Lord Zed. That's his name, right? I'm not just making that up. Yeah, it's Lord Zed. You know, okay. I noticed something about Zed for the first time. For the first time watching this movie. What's up? If you pay close attention, his brain moves the whole time yes, he's talking. I have that. He pulses. Yeah, that, that, that was that was weird. But overall, of all the bad guys in the show, um, he's pretty badass looking. Yeah, Zed. Yeah. Well, not really. Oh, no, with that with that metal and the muscles and the yeah, but like brain. if you if you really pay close attention to what he is, he's basically a skinless person wearing a metal bikini. Yeah, that's hot. Huh? That's hot. That's what I'm into. Yeah, that's what I'm into as well. But I'm sitting there. I'm like, I'm like, man, he, they're literally just covering like ass crack and ball sack on Zed right here. <laughs> Can we? Can we talk about real quick about how the TV show was made versus how they would have had to make this movie? Because oh, yeah. it, it, there's there's an interesting uh, thing that you, that you have to um, uh, an interesting step that they had to take to make to do this. Um, the move the show was made of you like old already produced Japanese footage, so yeah. all the fighting. And the, everything, the everything where they're in costume, anything that's not them as teenagers in Angel Grove is Japanese, and then they shot around it. So yeah. th- that includes Rita Repulsa, which means for this movie they had to fly this Japanese lady over. Um, but I noticed if I'm not from what it looked like, maybe I may have just been like imagining. Like what? her voice, like she's not moving her lips the right way. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they fucking like poorly dubbed her voice. Well, because a voice actress does her voice, like they didn't have the Japanese lady doing the voice in the show because she's Japanese. No, I know, but like you can teach a you can teach a person how to say their lines in English. Here's a funny thing: so it not the like... Japanese, huh? I said not the Japanese. Interestingly enough, yeah. but I mean, they like, don't know how like, lips I... work. I thought that was like a nice little like clever nod that they did. Like, this is all original footage, but we're still gonna kind of make it look like the, mm. uh, the TV show. I thought that was clever. Um, can I ask oh, you a question uh, real quick? Yeah, you can ask anything you want, buddy. Can we? Where do babies come from? Um, no. What can we talk about the the weird pig sidekick? I don't remember where he came in in the show. There's a lot of. There's a lot of this in this movie. This movie came out. They like normal movies. If they're going to do a cash grab on uh, like a, a TV property or something like that, 
they usually get in there right at the end of the first generation of the thing. Mm-hmm. This, because the, the the TV show couldn't decide when to introduce new characters or anything because they only had X amount of footage to work with, kind of moved, like, Reed repulses the, the main bad guy, and then part of the, like, like, Today they would have figured out how to make the movie while Rita Repulsa was still the main bad guy. Mm-hmm. But at this point, Lord Zed's come in. We've already swapped out some Rangers. This pig—I don't remember where the pig comes in. Yeah, I don't remember the pig from the TV show at all. I vaguely do, but like not enough to like remember if he was Zed's guy or if he just came in somewhere else. Or yeah, he's like a bebop. Which makes Goldar, poor man's rock steady. Exactly. Um, poor man's rock steady is the name of my punk band. Nice. Um, yeah, I just I I, I want to <coughs> remind everyone this is not a good movie. Um, Reed Repulsa immediately dips her fingers in the goo, uh-huh. which then becomes Ivan Ooze. So, and like, let me tell you, the the CGI. Holds no. up. <laughs> Chef kiss. Oh, we'll we'll Chef get kiss more into the, the we'll get more into the into the CGI later. Um, so, uh, Rita stuck her finger in that guy. Yes, yeah, she did. Uh-huh. I, have uh, note, um, I have a note that just says, "Rita wants Ivan's ooze." If you catch my drift, ladies, she wants to be inseminated by Ivan ooze. Like, um, Ivan ooze. As compared to Zed, is not a cool-looking villain. Can I ask you a question? Yes. Do you think anybody has ever used the word "inseminated" talking about the Mighty Morphin? Uh, I don't know if Guinness calls you tomorrow and says Hopefully. congratulations. You have um, a world record for uses of the word "inseminated" during talking about Power Rangers at one. Um, if you don't try I, to get some more, and if boost those numbers up, you don't want to have anybody come after your record. It's true. Um, I want to stop you because you were talking about how Ivan Ooze is not. Can we talk yeah, about and I, have a com- I have a comparison I want I'm gonna give you that uh that Can will we... uh... I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna completely destroy your theory and the fact his beard makes him the coolest look. Um, I think he looks like a purple Mel Brooks bird. Kind of. Do you know who Ivan is? Uh, the guy from Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah, that's fucking rad. Like, <laughs> we were looking this up at work the other night, and I'm like, "Where's I? What else has Ivan News been in?" And I was like, "Holy shit, Raiders of the Lost Ark! Who the fuck did he play?" And then I saw his picture. I'm like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> um, if you give me a second, I will tell you. Um, Paul Frank. The name of the actor who plays Ivan Ooze. Um, but he, yeah, he was in, uh, he played the bad, he played the bad just in Raiders of the Lost Ark. Um, this movie relies on the age old trick of how to immediately tell you someone is evil. You have, you give them the ability to smell children. Yeah. No, nobody good in anything can smell children. <laughs> Doesn't um, what's your face and Hocus Pocus also have that ability? Yeah, the witches can smell children. Like, uh, 
yeah, it, it's never never a good thing um, when you can smell youth. Um, uh, um, I think I want to give an award for worst actor in the movie. Who? I would like to give that to the gentleman portraying Rocky. He is uh, awful. <laughs> that's fair. Um, I don't know who says it. I just have a note. I have random notes throughout the thing of just like uh, I took note of like really shitty like like nineties like PG insults. So like it's I think somebody calls There's one later. Like, huh? I only took note of one later on that was just fucking bizarre. I can't remember what it is. I'll see it when I get to it. Um okay. but uh someone call I think someone calls Ivan News Mr. Raisinhead. I'm a fan. Yeah, it's solid. Um, do you think it's hard being a Power Ranger having to make karate noises all the time? <laughs> like, and just, it's not so much exhausting doing the noises, but the constant karate hands. Like, yeah. they cannot talk without swishing their hands around. Do you remember, though, we used to have those Power Ranger gloves? Yeah, they had a did. button in between the thumb and the forefinger that you would press together. Like and it would make the the whooshing noises. Yeah, yeah they're better. It's good shit. Um, Do you think it's hard being a Power Ranger having to flip everywhere? Yeah, they can't. I mean, it is the quickest way to get it. True. And one last one: it's hard being a Power Ranger always having to deliver awesome one-liners. Hold on one second. I, I, yes. There's I have a note about I have a note about whether there's a specific writer whose whole job is to he do just writes fight one liners shitty fighting one liners. Do you think they? Do you, th- do you think it's a if it's if it's if you start with a one liner then you work it into the fight like like the situation, um, or do you think they, I think they, he just they come with the situation then they write the line for it. I think he just writes a bunch of vague one-liners that could be about fights, and they just kind of pepper them in. Like towards the end, like when they're fighting the rock monsters, like, like when Tommy fucking like does the ninja corkscrew kick, and he's mm-hmm. like, "Oh shit, I wrote a fucking one-liner where somebody says eight ball corner pocket. That'll be the perfect fucking time to drop that one." In. <laughs> Yeah, that really doesn't make any sense now that I think about it. Yeah, it's fucking stupid. Um, um, I realized, I, w- um, I remember um, in the original, like like the OG, OG uh, had guns. Yeah, and, and th- when they bec- they turn back to the Rangers at the end, they have them. Yeah. But so they, they never had used guns. them. They had guns. And... Um, they used them a lot in like the very first season, and then they were like, parents were like, mm, maybe not. So they kind of like edited out that footage of them using their guns. But everybody but still had the holster. Yeah, because they couldn't have them get rid of them because they were using used footage. Yeah. Um, but Tommy's White Ranger costume does not have a gun holster. Well, he has a sword. Well, yeah. But. What's that kid's done? He's, he's way too tired. He should be sleeping. Instead, he's in here acting a fool. Put him to bed. 
um, uh, Ivanus uh, to the to Zordon's uh, house. He um, he says he missed the Black Plague, the Spanish Inquisition, the Brady Bunch reunion. A reference you should not be able to make. No, you shouldn't be able to make yeah. that reference at all. Actually, any of the reasons. Yeah, you shouldn't be able to know unless unless he had like an internet connection. Or he got this is nineteen ninety five to the manhole. This teenager didn't even have an uh, internet connection. What did you say? So it was nineteen ninety five. These teenagers didn't even have an internet connection. That's true. Maybe he got newspapers delivered to him. Yeah, they, but they just they just slide it into the goo. Yeah. Um, so the Rangers are fighting the the uh, the Ivan Ooze version of uh, of putties putty people. Yeah, which um, are creepier than putties. I'll give them that. Super fucking least. creepy. Su- I get super rapey vibes from them. Um, like I I have a feeling that like if Tommy wasn't there to make sure shit didn't get crazy be uh, as wholesome as she is. Um, but can we talk about how probably be really beneficial for all of the Power Rangers to have headlights and power scanners in their helmets? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And say, aside from just one of them? Wait, I like how they're like fighting and then they're like, we gotta morph! And then they do their whole spiel and morph and then immediately like the guys are gone. <laughs> Yeah, they're like, oh, we're just gonna fuck. Oh, up. we're just yeah, they're they're just standing there as rangers, like, oh, oh, yeah, oh. Um, at one point, they're using um, uh, Kimberly is using a weapon while she's fighting the ooze putties, uh, and she refers to it as her pterodactyl thunder whip, which is the name of my <laughs> prehistoric punk band. You, your cover of Walk the Dinosaur, yeah. Is- like again, not to overuse the cliche, chef kiss. Yeah, um, I imagine that prehistoric my band prehistoric Thunder Whip would have been perfect to um, do a cameo in um, Flintstones Viva Rock Vegas, but alas, we were overlooked <laughs> by Sorry, the B fifty twos. No, the B fifty twos were in the first one. Maybe when they do like. Um... Uh, like a Flintstones, Flintstones meets, reboot, like the Ramones or something, like an animated movie. Yeah, maybe you could, maybe you guys could slip in there a bit. Exactly. Um, uh, I I have a note specifically just asking, like, why is that what Zordon looks like outside his tube? Yeah, <laughs> like it's unfortunate at best. <laughs> oh wait, when they're still fighting the things, um, or or do they fight them after? Ivan busts up. No, because you don't see what Zordon looks like until after. Um, yeah. When Adam and um, Rocky double kick that ooze putty's head. Oh, yeah, his, and his head he gets all got, wacky. And his cartoon eyes. Uh huh. That was weird. Mm-hmm. I'm confused as to what makes these things dissolve into ooze. Yeah. Because, like, like, at first it seemed like serious trauma, and then just like a normal kick makes him fall down and ooze and. I was like, I don't know what the rules are. At least with the, you know what the best, the best putties were because you understood the rules. The Lord Zed putties that had that Z thing around their neck, and if you hit that thing, then they disappeared. 
which which makes you wonder why they gave the putties a self-destruct button. Yeah. Um, but that was the that was the rule, and you, you knew what you knew what <laughs> that to was, do. That was the rule. You knew what the, what you, the Rangers were trying to do. You knew when they did it. It was it was a simpler time. Um, I have a note that just says all ha- all that have tried have perished. So we better send kids to try. Yeah, hey, I still have, I still have some some notes about the. Uh, remember in the the fight scene when Billy swings by like the crane or something? Oh yeah, he's so obviously um, being held up by wires because his arm is bent. The one that the one arm that's holding onto the crane is bent. So if you don't, if you were to subtract the wires from the equation. And he was really doing that. He looks like super fucking strong because he's like holding. He's basically pull doing a pull up, one arm pull up on this chain, <laughs> holding the entire weight of his body up in the air. Um, if you want to talk about um, very obvious wire work, um, mm-hmm. when Ivan Ooze's Tengu warriors come into play, obvious wire work going on there. Oh, and they fly. Yeah. Um, another, uh, I feel like there's a number of these kind of shots throughout the movie when when the Rangers lose power, lose their power. Mm-hmm. Um, they have to show each individual one losing their power instead of just doing a wide shot of the whole group losing their yeah. powers. Um, you, it's need, like, you need to have you need to have a, really uh, uh, a close up with swooshy sounds and. <laughs> Did they have to then walk to Zordon's? I imagine. Because yes. they don't know how. And I always got the impression that he lived very far away, in like the desert. I mean, like maybe, but then again, like maybe not. If he's too close to the city, how would people not go? Hey, what's that building? <laughs> they Let's go check I mean, it out. How, how do people how do people in Men in Black not go, oh hey, what's that building? That's in the middle of the well, city. Yes, but that's a nondescript office looking building versus or government looking building where this is a um weird stone building built into a mountain with a weird pipe on it. Yeah, it's true. I would be like, I'm um, gonna figure out what the fuck that is. Um, I enjoy. We're, we're now at at, at uh, Ballsack Zordon. Um, I love Kimberly. Anytime she's around Ballsack Zordon, she's oh, she's, she's like just, super emotional. She's just a weepy bitch. But like, she's like yelling to him from like three feet away. Zordon, yeah, like she and like when he when she comes back, like she's just like when he comes back at the end, he's back tears. You're like I think Zordon fucked Kimberly. Like um. Yeah, they had a thing on the side. Uncle situation going on there. Um, I don't. I think what they use. Oh, what they they have enough plasmatic morphing gems to to trans transfer to the planet. Um, yeah, plasmatic yeah, plas, plasmatic morphing gem is the name of my prog rock band that makes concept albums about wizards. Yeah. Uh, um, I have another. Um... I have another 1990s PG insult that was said in the movie. Mm. 
somebody calls somebody insufferable dingle dorks. Yeah, I have that. <laughs> well, I think um, I think Ooze calls the Power Rangers that, like, because it's it's right here. I have notes about him making the birds, goop birds, as I call them oh. in my notes. Oh yeah, so. Ivan Ooze can make two different creatures just materialize out of nothing. He can make weird reggae Rastafarian putties, uh-huh. and he can make Tengu warrior birds. Um, what does he Ooze say to the pig? Oh, he stays a master of disguise. The funniest line in the movie, I think, <laughs> is he says to Goldar and the pig. Uh, have have you forgot? Have you forgotten? I'm a master of disguise, and the pig just goes, "How can I forget? I never knew." <laughs> oh yeah, maybe um, life will I have a note about when they go, um, when they land on the the planet where Dulcia is. Um, <laughs> uh, they land like on the beach, and they're like, "Beautiful it is." Like you guys live in California. There's, I mm-hmm. guarantee you. I guarantee you they shot that beach scene in California. <laughs> and I'm very confused about the dangerousness of this planet. Like, they land on the beach. Um, there's a skeleton of a monster or something. Yeah. And then they're immediately attacked by the birds. But the birds are not part of the planet. Yeah, the birds, so the Tengu warriors are not of the planet. Yeah, so it's not like... Like, you're always attacked by bird people when you land there. And then other, and then up until they get to uh, that weird dinosaur, like, they have no, um, no adversity whatsoever. No. Um, speaking of when um, they're fighting the birds on the planet, at a certain point, one of the birds picks up Kimberly. Mm-hmm. At a certain point, the bird grabbing her tit with her with his foot. It was He's the 90s, getting no, it was a different time. Huh? It was it was the 90s. It was a different time. Birds that bird that bird would be canceled in a heart. Um, uh, keep talking, I'll be right back. Alright, let's talk about how uh I was born in 19 19- um so this movie came out June 95 so I was four years old. Um, four-year-old Adam and 30-year-old Adam, both see ya. She is, she's pretty, she's pretty, she's pretty cute. Zach, when you get back, you can comment on it, but, um, I was uh, watching it, like, I don't remember, I, I don't remember her uh, outfit being as, like, hyper That's scantily? Yeah, I don't either. Um, I, um, I'm a married man. I have a wife. I don't need to be looking. I, I, when I was six or seven, I was married. Yeah, but yeah I don't, another I don't, fellow six. Sure, like I don't. I'm watching the movie. I'm like, I don't remember being able to see cervix like during this movie. Like, <laughs> I was like, God damn! Like, this is a fucking children's movie, and she's essentially wearing like a piece of. De- um, she's wearing she's wearing the cloth equivalent of what Lord Zed is wearing. Like, um, uh, I just have a note that says Ivan Ooze like a motherfucker. I think it's when he's talking about, um, yeah, when he's a wizard. Uh, 
Oh yeah, he's a mess. We literally have seen him turn into another person, but when he needs to be like disguise himself, he just puts on some white pancake makeup, like and 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 a wizard outfit. <laughs> I remember this when I was watching the movie. Um, when I was in kindergarten, Halloween, I was the Black Ninjetti car. I remember that. Yeah. So vividly Bro. that I actually remember somebody commenting on how silky the classroom. Oh. Yeah. It was a girl that was, it was a girl that I was trying to fuck. Yeah. I was trying to fuck her behind yeah. the blocks. When I was six or seven, I wasn't trying to fuck. I was married already. Yeah. So um yeah, but just a couple notes about him doing whiteface. Um, Do you think they'll see him Jordan fucked? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, he's... Uh, that's implied, Adam. Huh? <laughs> what? I'm all crotch I'm all crotch all ball sack. Um, oh, wait, at one point, Ivan Ooze is sitting on, like, when they're at the construction site, he's... Like a throne, or just he's sitting on rocks or something, and he's and it appears that he's a cup of dry ice because there is just so much smoke coming off of that cup. Things it's, is that he's drinking a cup of dry ice. It could be some sort of elixir. I believe elixirs the bubble and smoke very much. Possibly. He was a wizard, too. So. Yes, it could be a potion, an elixir, uh, any number of. Uh, uh, any, any, any number of those things. Um, where am I? I'm looking at my... This baby is forcing me to... I've literally been standing this whole time. So, like, I'm kind of, like, standing, looking at, like, my... I'm trying to, like, keep track of where I am on a screen. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, oh, when they when they look at the, the mountain they need to go to... Uh, the red monolith? It's just a, it's just like a giant dick standing up in the distance. Yeah, there's a lot of, there's, it's a lot of, there's some weird shit happening in this movie. Ballsack Zordon, slutty ass. Who's trying to impregnate Rita or Rita trying to get impregnated by Avenues? Um, I just thought of it because Goldar, is... just in general. I have one what question is he? Is he a work? Is he a cat? Goldar. He's got wings. Um, he kind of looks like he looks like a kind of like a like a, a big cat with wings, like kind of like yeah. um like a panther or something, like like a winged panther. Um, for uh, I'm gonna just breeze through a couple things because I'm gonna get to a point uh that like kind of an overarching point about the whole the whole plot of the movie. Uh, when the dad gets home, like uh, the kid's dad, the and he mm-hmm. gets, is he listening to They Might Be Giants? Did you notice? I didn't notice. It's not anything from Flood, I don't think, but it definitely they definitely sound like the They Might Be Giants guys. No, I didn't uh, hear. Um, this, this exact scenario that happens is the reason I don't let my kids play with slime. Yeah. Your kids will be playing with slime and all of a sudden you'll just be walking down the street and leap to my doom. Um, we the kid the guy goes out in the street and all the parents are starting to first off, 
Can you explain to me why his army needs to be made specifically of parents, not just adults, but parents? Mm, I don't know. Like, like I, I was trying understand. to say something witty, but I couldn't. There's, there's no reason. He's just an idiot. So he goes out into the, the street, and all these parents are fucked. My kids played with I slime. Think parents, because there's no other way. An adult is going to go buy a tub of ooh. A kid is because here's, kids are fucking here's stupid. Thing. Here's the thing. My, a bunch of my like my two oldest kids played with their slime. A bunch of slime. Um, I've never touched slime, but all these parents have touched the slime like five seconds after it comes to the house. No. Yeah. Um, um, when they when when they're Power Rangers are getting their ninjetti power. The ceremony mm-hmm. happening at happening like nighttime, and yes. like when they finally start walking to the monolith, it's ten o'clock in the morning. Like, like this is my problem. There is no urgency, even though it seemed like Zordon was going to die if they didn't get these Ninjetti powers in fifteen minutes. Like I don't understand. Like yeah, like why do they have to wait for night for the ceremony? They definitely don't leave until the next morning. Unless this planet has a different day-night cycle than we do, but they don't mention that, so we're left to assume it's it's the same. Yeah. Um, um, I get real two. I get two quick notes about. Fred. Um, he does an absolute job of hiding at that construction. A terrible job. Mm-hmm. Um, also, but, the Air Jordan hat. Fucking dude. The thing that just like, huh? I didn't notice the hat. Thing on the back where you adjust the hat, like apple, apple. the 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 thing itself has the Air Jordan symbol in the middle of it. It's fucking bad. You gotta look it up. Look up Fred's. I'm a Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Not at the moment. I got things to do. Um. Did you get that fucking kid an apple? Oh, shut up. I don't have any apples. That's the problem. He thought a tomato was an apple. Well, give him a fucking tomato. From the hard way. Um, uh, going back to the Ninjetti ceremony, um, she goes through and li- lists the... You, you, you broke up. Oh, going back to the Ninjetti ceremony. Um, she goes uh, ranger by ranger expressing the... Um, positive features of that animal and how it relates to their their ninja abilities. Um, she just kisses Adam and moves on. She doesn't give him she tells him it's not so bad being a frog and then she kisses him and then moves on with giving him no, nothing like to work on there. No. She also kisses a teenager. It's true. Um, oh and I was then she's just... an owl. She is an owl, so it's okay. I remember her being a bigger part of this movie, but she's literally in it for three and a half minutes. Yeah. I remember I remember her being more fully clothed. But, <laughs> but I'm not complaining. I am, I'm, a, I'm, scrolling, I'm scrolling through pictures on IMDb of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie, hoping that I can find a picture of Fred's hat. And it's just like a picture of Dulcia uh, twirling like her fucking sticks. I'm like, damn, damn, dude, that body, that body don't quit. I'm confused as to 
the rules with both the Rangers and the Ninjetti Rangers as to what the rules are as to uh, your helmet or your mask versus and like what when you have like your your powers like they t- they they turn into the jetty and immediately take their masks like take their masks down mm-hmm. and then they have to morph back into the jetty later to become like the masks just go back up yeah like i have a note about that where it's just like apparently morphing into the jetty just means you put your face mask back on yeah so like does is the the mask is like your face being hidden the 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 uh source of your power uh your 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 m your uh what's the word i'm looking for anonymity is uh the source of your power yes um you had mentioned um a little bit ago where like un- after they fight the birds which do not come from that planet they don't really face any adversity until they meet the weird triceratops skeleton um the wide shots of that thing running are fucking hilarious. The which thing running the huh? The, the dinosaur skeleton. The dino- when the dinosaur skeleton when they show a wide shot of it running, it's hilarious because the animatronics are so bad. I have a note that that just says the not well doneness of this dinosaur skeleton is hard to actually articulate and make a note about. Mm-hmm. Like I can't describe how like this thing is bad. It's just overall bad. Uh, I do have like no... when we were when we covered Plan Nine from Outer Space. I was talking about how I'm pretty sure like I could make a better set like in an afternoon than like the the plane set that they had. Mm. I'm pretty sure like given some paper mache and some like coat hangers, I could probably make a better fucking dinosaur skeleton. Um, <laughs> I've been, like right when they right before they the thing wakes up, Billy's like Billy's like. Oh, it looks like a graveyard because there's some bones around. Uh, and then it just says, like, you found bones right away when you got onto this planet. Was that a graveyard too, Billy? This planet is just littered with graveyards. Um, I have a note. The the line, I've got a bone to pick with you, is, is said. Oh, I missed that one. I had the next 90s, the weird, the next weird, like, 90s uh, insult pun thing that I have is when they're fighting the rock monsters and someone says back off boulder breath. I forgot about that. I got a bone to pick with you on. Sorry, I'm taking some more beer. I heard someone say that last week. That's not 90s. That's like that's timeless. <laughs> I like when they're um you were talking about how Rocky, the actor who plays Rocky, is just I'm a so terrible fun. actor. He's also a terrible Power Ranger because at one point he goes, he's like Adam's in trouble. And he goes to save Adam and then instantly needs to be saved himself. <laughs> are we, are um, we at, at the, the... Huh? Are we at the dinosaur store or are we at the rock people? Uh, the, din- the rock people comes immediately after the dinosaur skeleton. I like how the the rock people all have different weapons like Ninja Turtles. Yeah. At one point, somebody refers to one of the Somebody says to one of the rock monsters, "Hey, lava head." That's fun. Um, uh, I have so at one point somebody knocks the rock monster into a lake, uh, a small pond, if you will. But mm-hmm. that pond has to be just made of acid from the way he bubbles and shit. Yeah, I, again, unclear rules as to what defeats villains. 
I um I completely <laughs> jumped over our introduction to uh, Ivan's Oozzord. Oh yeah, the, which I you could tell them. you could tell by how they look were one hundred percent legit and on set and real and functioning. You could tell yeah. just by the way they look that these things were practical effects. <laughs> Christopher Nolan himself showed up and was like, we need to flip this demo. The joke here is that they put some cartoon robots into this movie. <laughs> yeah, they're fucking super, super cartoony. Um, Step uh, away again. Keep talking. Um, I have a note. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I, I, I'm, I wrote this note. Um, but I, I wrote... Um, I Originally, I wrote the note and then went back and wrote some like set directions so I knew what the fuck I was talking about because out of context this will make no sense um, but I after uh, Kimberly and Tommy kill one of the rock monsters with a giant rock uh, for some reason I decided to reference The Dark Knight Rises and wrote you think rocks are your ally I was born, <laughs> of it, born in it molded by it <laughs> I have been doing something with like that with my notes uh, recently as well, where like a couple of like I nothing really like really relevant enough to bring up um, yet, but I I put parentheses with explanations of my note. Yeah, um, I need to start doing that more often because some of my notes I have no idea what the fuck they're talking about. Um, we have the line. Uh, I think Billy uh, somehow ends up cutting a one of the rock monsters in half. And he goes, talk about a splitting headache. <laughs> does, it, does it cut him? Oh, they cut him in half, like down, like vertically, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because when you say cut him in half, I imagine like at the waist. Yeah. Um, like, when like, you just said vertically, sense. it reminded me. Do you remember the unforgivable videos on YouTube? Of like the yeah. dude in the woods, and he's yes. like, give me, he's like, <laughs> my favorite so, bitch, one. I th- bitch, I thought you was a nerd. Bitch, I thought you was a nerd. Um, bitch, you got some siblings, and I don't like it. Um, I one of my favorite lines from it. Go give me some chicken nuggets and some waffle fries for free. He's talking about like um, it's in it's not in the first one. It's in like like one of the other ones, like it's like in the third or fourth one. But he's like, I cut him, I cut his wrist vertically. (laughs) I don't know how many of them I've seen. I don't know if I know that one. Oh, I've seen all of them, and they the like, the first one is like the only good one. Um, but uh, I'm probably gonna watch that after we're done recording. Um, uh, let me make a note. I'll put. I'll post. A, yeah, I'll put them with the Twitter. Uh, I found. Um, I found this video. I tweeted to. Uh, I didn't tweet it. I texted it to friend of the show Tim and friend of friend of the show's Mario. Um, it was a. Uh, a trailer for the the second uh, Twilight movie, mm-hmm. but like dubbed overdubbed, so it was about um, uh, the uh, Kristen Stewart character needing an abortion, <laughs> and then she meets the. the dra- I don't know if you. I oh, remember. The, the, yeah, the the um they they it's the I remember like the Rastafarian abortionist. Yeah, the Rast. Uh, yeah, the and she's like. She's like, um, I think I'm ready for the perils of motherhood. And he goes, no, you ain't you dumb bitch. 
Because <laughs> he, he goes through this whole speech about why she needs to use condoms and stuff. And she goes, I think I'm ready for motherhood. And he goes, no, you ain't you dumb bitch. You're abortionist. Just had to teach you about birth control. That's awesome. So, unforgivable. There is... Hold on a second. And Hold on a second. There's a bug on the wall. Not on my watch. There's not... I don't have anything to kill it with. I'm going to kill it with this box. What kind, what kind of bug, bug is it? Killed it. Sorry. What um, kind of bug was it? Uh, I don't know. A long, oh, what if not it was a help? Huh? What if it was a healthy bug? No, nah, I don't think it was a healthy bug. It looked like a silverfish. Oh, I no, those die immediately. Huh? Those die immediately. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> I have a. I, I like how Rocky pulls off a like just straight up steal Jean Claude Van Damme's like signature move. Where are we even in the movie here? <laughs> we're talking about the rock fighting. We're still the, the rock fighting. The rock okay. We were talking about Unforgivable, and I got it got confused. Right. We're still the rock monsters. Okay. <laughs> no, it's ain't a dumb bitch. <laughs> no, it's ain't a dumb bitch. Um. Uh. Then we have the the ever. I mean, I remember. I'm not oh, gonna lie, that, dude. I'm not gonna lie. I, I got it be... real quick. Real quick. Oh, stop it before we move on from that. That gave me uh, that Ross Borchus uh, gave me the inspiration to create um, my uh, uh, a character Rasta Doctor. He's just a general practitioner. Um, mm-hmm. He doesn't specific. He doesn't specialize in women's health issues, um, and he, uh, he only has one line. Uh, he tells uh, someone uh, needs to speak with him. And he says, uh, meet me at the ER. <laughs> You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> I had this whole idea when I was in college and um, uh, into some green things way too much. I was going to do like a, like a, like a sketch, uh, like a YouTube sketch channel. And all different, like they're going to be really quick things, like, like five or six Really, it was like almost the uh, precursor to like a TikTok or a Zoom, uh, no Zoom, uh, a, uh, a Vine. Yeah, uh, I had one. It was the Rasta Doctor. Um, I had another one. It was a. Um, it was a. It was a Julius Chicken Caesar, and it was just going to be <laughs> chickens. I don't know how I was going to do this. It was gonna be chickens dressed as Romans, <laughs> and one was gonna be obviously Caesar. He would have the head, like the the leafy crown thing on. Yeah, and he and it would just like zoom in on the the stabbed chicken uh, Julius Caesar, and he would have said "et two chicken Brutus," and that would have been it. <laughs> um, my favorite, uh, one of my favorite vines that just reminded me, like your your idea of the the. I just imagine you're like your setup for the Rastafarian doctors is like this is what happens when a Rastafarian doctor needs to meet you in a specific place in the hospital. Meet me um, at the there's, there's a vine where this girl goes, This is my impression of uh, Shakira washing her hands, but the oh, yeah. is too hot. <laughs> and she sticks yeah. her hand on the water, and she's like, blah, blah. <laughs> Um another one I had I don't know what I would have done with this, but um 
it would have been uh, a, 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 somebody, they were an HVAC specialist, but the V stood for vagina. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where you go with someone who's a specialist in heating, vagina, and air conditioning. <laughs> I was going to, I was going to work it out and get there somehow, I guess. That's awesome. Um, I was just thinking there's another vine that I like that's also Shakira based where it's like a girl and she's like in like completely in a dark room but like her face is illuminated and she's like if there are any spirits present here tonight can you tell me does this sound like Shakira (laughs) (laughs) it turns out Shakira was an un like a uh, unsuspecting vine gold mine yeah. Anyway, um, this movie. <laughs> this movie. Um, I feel this, like I remember. And I, remember then, I swear I was... to God, I haven't. I haven't thought of HVAC with the V standing for vagina in like forever. <laughs> I don't. I it don't reminds me I... very much of like when you were in the podcast. You were like DVD. The D stands for death. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Actually, the other day, Alex, uh, friend of the podcast, Alex, is currently on vacation. But he stopped by work the other night, and he said DVD. <laughs> he stands for what a what a loser. Go home. You're well, on I, I, I'll, I'll talk about while he, why he was um, why he was stopping by work um, in, at, at the end of the podcast. Um, but uh, but yeah, he's, he he made reference to your DVD. The D stands for death line. <laughs> um. I remember, Zach, uh, when I was younger and this movie came out, um, I remember saying eight ball corner pocket for, like, everything. <laughs> it was like, such a clever... I threw something in the trash can and I was like, eight ball corner pocket. <laughs> it was such a clever and, like, important line in this movie that mm-hmm. it just stuck with it. Um, now, I have a question for you. I have answers, hopefully. What happens if they walked up to the monolith like 50 yards to the left? I imagine it's surrounded by bubble uh, acid water and trees. Like, this is only your real... It's your only access point. point. Yeah. (laughs) Like, they did walk up 50 yards to the left, and they were like, oh, we gotta go this way. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because realistically, like, if you walk up on any other part of this monolith, you're not gonna get anything that you want. Uh, and you know what you want, Zach? Because inside the monolith is a smaller monolith. <laughs> it's like it's like a weird Russian doll situation. <laughs> oh god damn it! I was gonna say it's it a, it's a Russian doll situation. Um, um, I just wrote that CGI though. I don't know what the CGI I'm referring to is, but all of it is bad. <laughs> it's, it's it's I'm sure it had something to do. With those completely legitimate, practical on-set uh, ooze zords. Oh, oh, you know, it, it is because my next note is in reference to when the zords, when uh, when Ivan Ooze's robots start attacking. It's obviously like midday. It's like two o'clock at the latest. But then when the Power Rangers get there, it's nighttime and the city is fucked. <laughs> There's no urgency. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, I have a note that I realized this. 
um, when the parents are walking, like chanting "Leap to our doom," they're all wearing oh. hard hats, which makes me laugh because Ivan Ooze cared enough about their safety to make them wear hard hats I while taking up the robots. I have several like, notes about this because yes, when they're when they're all working, they're all wearing vests and hard hats. So he gave them uniforms. Let's mm-hmm. say, this is legit, like cold-blooded evil shit. Because he's like, "I'm done with you. Go kill yourself." Yeah. Sorry for the interruption, but let's have a quick word from our sponsors. Hey guys, sorry, I had to take a quick break. Had to, you know, go to the bathroom. Adam had to get some stuff. Adam had to order some red vines. Yeah, man. Um, some P-H-I-S-H food. Um, where were we? We were talking about... Um, Can I talk about something before we get back into the movie real quick? Adam, again, I'm, I'm all ears for you, buddy. Anything you got to say to me, I'm here for you. What do you got? I, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm currently drinking a, uh, a Modelo. Okay. Um, I, well, first off, I want to apologize to the listeners because... Um, all of my beer this evening is in a bottle, so you don't get you're not getting any can cracks from me tonight. Um, but I'm drinking Modelo, and um, I'm drink- specifically I'm drinking the dark version of Modelo, the Modelo Negra. Um, and uh, I, I'm it's 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 probably my favorite Mexican beer. Um, but can we talk about how annoying it is? When beers have the foil around the top of it, very annoying. Huh? Very annoying. Yes. Like, like Modelo. I'll, I'll allow it for Modelo because I enjoy Modelo. I enjoy regular Modelo and the Negro is my favorite. But Stella, I fucking hate Stella. You didn't deserve. You haven't mm-hmm. earned that fucking work that I have to go through to get the fucking ca- the top off. So stop it. Just let me get drunk in a fiesta type way. Put this movie. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I was reading my notes and I have no fucking. <laughs> oh, I, th- I, th- I, I think I understand what I'm saying, but yeah, I, I've seen something. Um, <clears throat> so let's let's jump to when the, the, they come back and they're they they get they get their zords. Um. I don't understand why the Zords all fly in, even though only one of them, two of them are birds. Yeah, two of them are birds, all of them fly. Um, but just that one time. Uh, I have a note here. Uh-oh, we're in trouble. Something come along and burst our bubble. <laughs> I have the exact same note, but I went a little bit further, and I looked up who sings that song, and it's a band called Shampoo. Oh, good for that. Um mm. So last night, me and Ma- I, so I, I, I'll, I picked Matt Dalton up from home from work because he doesn't drive. So we were driving home and I said to him, like, do you remember this song from the Power Rangers movie? And I played it and he's like, he was looking up who sang it and he was on their Wikipedia and he said something that they're, um, their top influences. The name of the group is Shampoo, mm-hmm. and uh, he yeah, said their sad. top influences are the Sex Pistols, Gary Newman, and the Beastie Boys. I don't know who Gary Newman is. Uh, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I'm going to look it up. I believe Gary Newman sings that song. It's like 
drive in my car. Drive load in my car. Oh, okay. Uh, car. <laughs> Got new wheels on my car. Okay. Yeah. I knew no Gary Newman then. Cars. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I, I was like, do you remember? I think he, you know what it was? I think, wait, wait, wait. I think he, before I, 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 we, we move on and I dismiss Gary Newman as just the guy who sings that car song. I think he's credited as one being one of the first, um, uh, people to utilize the, um, synthesizer in the way that it became popular in the 80s. I think like he's one of like the first. Oh, okay. Like I think that's what, what what he's credited with is is like bringing the synthesizer into the mainstream as something that can be used as an instrument. Yeah. He also really likes cars. <clears throat> yeah. Um, in reference, uh, my next two notes are in reference to the "Uh oh, we're in trouble. Someone's come along and busts our bubble." Um, I really wish that I could do that thing where you put your fingers in your mouth and whistle. Cannot do it. I can't whistle without my fingers, although with my fingers. Really? You can't whistle? Uh uh-uh. Can you snap? Can you snap with both finger with both hands? There you go. Um the <laughs> podcast, so we'll never know if he's lying to us. Um, no, I, I did it I, I tried to do it quick enough that I must I would have had to Yeah, you you yeah. You tried to do it quick enough that you would have had to do it with both hands. Um but yeah, but I wish I could whistle by putting with, with my fingers in my mouth because it's always cooler looking. Um, <laughs> I also <laughs> see, like, like, I could already do this thing, but I wish I could do it while I had my fingers in my mouth. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Just... <laughs> I, uh, it's a weird statement. <laughs> it is a very weird statement. I mean, I, I know I can, you know, like, I know how to mow the lawn. I just wish there was, like, a lawnmower that made it easier for me to, like, push the lawnmower and also have my fingers in my mouth. I, I have that lawnmower. Um, I like that the, the, the party that all, like, the kids are throwing. I like that it's like, hey, man, everyone's parents are gone. Let's throw a party. Everybody wear purple. <laughs> What's well, the no parent purple part? <laughs> yeah. Um, I think we were talking I think we talked about this today um, Zach and I were both at our um, our our brother Mike's uh, surprise 50th birthday party was today Um, I think we were talking about it there where a friend of the podcast Matt Dalton was at an ABC party which uh, apparently stands for anything but cups so you can drink your drink out of anything that's not a cup my understanding of the party of the of an ABC party was anything but clothes. So you could wear, you couldn't wear, you could you couldn't wear like traditional clothes. Like I remember, see, like I I never went like was around any of that kind of party. Like that seems like a very like rules of attraction kind of party to me. Yeah, it does. Um, but um, where were, where was I going with this? I don't know. You just started talking about wanting to see naked people at a party. Yeah. Um, oh, because you said you said uh, no parents purple party. Uh, <laughs> um, but have you, so you've never been to like a weird themed party like that? 
I've been to themed parties, but not something that's like the point of the party is to be overtly sexual. Like what, nothing what like that. Of, what, what like themed parties have you been to? We we went I, we went to party. I, I I've been to parties where like you wore a white shirt, and everyone like drew on everybody drew on each other over the like it was like like think like I forget what we called it, but think about it like uh, like I would call it like a yearbook party. Oh or yeah, we had signs like uh, what other kind of parties did we do? Uh, we we had a uh, everybody has to be naked party. That, that was fun. That was more just, but like again, it wasn't sexual. It was more about just admiring the human body. Yeah, and and just like the the masterpiece that God has created. Yeah, exactly. You know, we just didn't do a lot of theme parties. More just like when I like the fraternity I was in, it was all like, hey, we're gonna, you know, everyone's gonna pitch in. Everybody throw in a couple bucks. We're gonna go buy as many cases of Natty Light as we can, and then we're just gonna have people over. Yeah, the, the parties that I went to, the theme of all the parties were, hey, let's get drunk at, as cheap as possible. Yeah, I mean, we had Halloween parties where everyone would dress up. We had, like, you know, like I said, we did we did that one where everyone wore a white shirt and everyone wrote on each other. Um, I feel like there's more I'm missing, but, like, I mean, I guess, like, like when you're that age, the part of the point of the party is not to remember the party yeah um yeah like i've seen like i was saying like abc like i always like heard abc as anything but clothes so like i've seen like i remember seeing uh pictures of like girls i went to high school with not like no there's a there's a picture of a girl i went to high school with like basically just wearing a trash bag at one of these parties, like it was literally like she just kind of like like how you make up like in like if you've seen the movie Garden State when they make ponchos out of trash bags, mm-hmm. that's basically what she did. Um, but you know, then, like, after I college, also... I, I feel like I went to more themed things after college, like as like, like supposed to be an adult. You ever been to a toga party? No, no. Uh, I went to a uh, a. Uh, what you what what you wanted to be when you grew up party, where everyone came dressed as what they wanted to be, like what when they were little, what they said they wanted to be as when they grew up. Would you dress as a wrestler? Oh, nice. At, at the time, um, CM Punk was the WWE champion. Oh, I remember. I now that you say that, I remember you dressing like you had a CM Punk shirt and you had your hands. You had the X's on your hands. I take my hands, I, and Mom helped me make a take a regular belt and make like a like made out of aluminum foil, like a WWE Championship belt, and then I I like wore that. I went to a um, Summer Olympics party where it was like. Um, uh, I forget how many people came, but we were split into teams of like four, and we were all um, assigned a country beforehand. This was all before the party, so you were to come to the party dressed appro- like appropriately in that for, country's like, colors. Yeah, and then you there we did a um, like a like basically a beer fest, like a a, a series of. Games. Of drinking games, yeah, where like, and then like, you got certain points and stuff like that. And at the end of the the night, you found out what country won. Um, the the most 
like theme. I like it's it's not even. I like I, the one time the one time, um, mom and dad, if you're listening, um, we had a party at the house while they were away, and it was literally like it's like June, but we no, it was like September, but we did a costume party. Was I? I wasn't there for this, was I? I don't think you were there. No. Um, but um, I think because I think you were I think you were still at Westchester. <clears throat> but um, but yeah, like that was really it. Like I, I, uh, I, I did the the three hole punch version of Jim. I just did the three hole punch version of Adam. Um, a buddy of mine he uh, he took a, a box and he cut a hole like over his like over his body. And then he wrapped that box, and then he wrote a tag on it that said uh, two God, uh, two women from God," mm. which was pretty funny. I, the one of the worst costumes I ever did because my college costumes were always awful because I was always broke. Uh, one year, I literally just dressed regular, and I drew in marker a phone. I had someone draw like a, a phone, like a like a rotary phone, phone. <laughs> Like not like an iPhone because that's the that's the thing. It was like it it wasn't. Uh, I had them draw it around my eye. Yeah, and I went as an iPhone. And one year I took a cardboard box. It was the fucking worst. I'm embarrassed that I went out in public like this. Took a cardboard box. I actually took like these pieces of um, <coughs> not cloth. <laughs> I forget what exactly they were, but I made like shoulder straps out of them. And like, like tied them through the box so I could wear the box, right? Mm-hmm. Um, excuse me. And then just cut out squares of construction paper, different colors of construction paper, and glued them on the box in a, a random pattern. And went as a Rubik's cube. That's right. It looked awful. Imagine. Like awful, and it was unwieldy. Like I'm in a crowded basement at a sorority house, and I can barely like fucking. Oh god, it was fucking awful. Like yeah, I'm embarrassed now sitting here talking about it. Anyway, this has nothing to do with the Power Rage movie. No, we still have to. We still have to finish. Um, Um, I like when when they they summon the Zords to fight the Ivan uses robots. And like they're like Tommy's flying, and he's like, "I'm over the East Quadrant, and my sensors are picking up a disturbance." I'm like, "Yeah, it's the fucking giant robots that you summon the things to fucking fight in the first place." Um, I have a note about I forget what the bear sword looks like exactly, but it looks uncomfortable. It's black and yellow. Well, yeah, I know that much, but it's it's I know I know it's uh is it whiskey? Oh <laughs> shit! Can I tell you something? When mm-hmm. I, the second, the second I saw that bear zord, I I had a flashback to the McDonald's toys that came out with this mm-hmm. movie because I, I really had the bear I had the bear zord zord one, and I, if I want to get specific, I'm pretty sure I remember getting it from the McDonald's in the center where the Clemens was up by yeah. the campus. For some reason, I knew. That's what you were going to say. So it must be true. <laughs> um, but there's something about the Zord that looks uncomfortable in the way like when two things have a baby in a movie that they should, like two different species have a baby 
and, she, and the baby's uncomfortable and just like it's like kill me. Yeah, like there's something about the bear that like makes me think like the bear if like <laughs> like if you if you showed the bear a gun, it would reach its hand out and take the gun and put it to its own head. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, at one point, Ivan News says something along the lines of like, "Oh, it's the cute little pink ranger," and Goldar goes, "Oh yeah, I think she's pretty cute too." Goldar wants to fuck Kimberly. <laughs> oh, everybody. They heard about Zordon and her. And they're like, oh, it's open season. It's open season. I would probably say, like, of people of our age group, um, she's she's one of the Kimberly's probably first like one girl yeah, thing. She's, she's probably the first crush for the majority of our age group. I think we have we talked about this on. I think we did. We talked about um, because on, on we talked about it in Space Jam because in Sp- I saw a video. Um, it was like a BuzzFeed video where people were saying like their sexual awakening was lullaby. <laughs> yeah, I'm like that's fucking strange. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's, it's uh, I, I I would I I I wonder how like people always. I feel like I see I've I've seen people like um, reporters like ask like female celebrities like what it feels like to be. Like a like a sex symbol. No one, Joe Johnson, what it feels like to be like every fucking like thirty two year old, every like thirty to thirty five year old white males, uh, like first crush. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I feel like Amy Joe Johnson isn't in the news enough. <laughs> Is that her name, Amy Joe Johnson? That's exactly her name. Yeah. Okay. Uh, just to refresh everybody's memory, my uh, sexual awakening came at the hands of Roxanne, the girl that Max Goof wants to fuck. <laughs> the, oh, dude, like yo, something like something about Roxanne from fucking Goofy movie. But if <laughs> if if we're not we're not joking, yours yours is Winnie Cooper, correct? Winnie Cooper, yeah, yeah. And I think I, I I've I've said it. Uh, We've talked about it on, on Space Jam, and we've talked about it again. I just can't remember when. Um, Yours, of course, was Lola Bunny. Yeah, mine, of course, was Lola. No, I said mine was uh, mine was the video, the Fiona Apple video for Criminal. Where I was like, oh, there's some, there's a. I feel like I've never heard that before in my life. Really, I I feel like I've referenced that like multiple times. You could you could have given me a thousand guesses, and I would have never landed on. Fiona Apple's criminal video. Yeah, like I feel like I remember like the the first thing I remember going like, oh, something's something sexy is going on here was that video. Just like I said, said the uh, that's a I, I've I've used the phrase I could have had a thousand guesses actually a couple times uh, recently. I just had I sent Adam a picture of it. I just found I just walked by a end cap display in the supermarket. Of Pringles, Wendy's spicy chicken flavor. Oh wait, um, did you? No, that was me at home. I did. That wasn't me at the store with them. Oh, okay. I was like, that's what I was saying. Like, I feel like you said you tried them. No, I bought them. Yeah. Were they good? They're fine. They're fine. But you could have given me this chip. They have a like. They have a tiny, just like the sandwich. They have like a tiny bit of spice on the back end. But yeah. you could have given me this chip and given me 
a million guesses, I don't think I would have ever landed on. Oh, this is this is Wendy's spicy chicken fillet sandwich flavor. This is the only thing Zach and Adam order from Wendy's. It's not. It's not like Snapple Apple, where you drink a Snapple Apple, and, and like, like you can oh, feel I just, that. I just put an apple in my mouth. <laughs> I just bit an apple. I have that back of the throat mouth taste yeah. that you get when you eat an apple. That Snapple Apple has. It's not like that at all. I did not believe that I had bitten into a chicken sandwich <laughs> with too um, much mayo. Let's be honest. Too much uh, mayo. I have see, to scrape had, the mayo. I've, I've had. I've had spicy chicken fillets that have too much mayo but I've had them whenever I've had them recently hmm. um, the other shit together yeah um so the the parents finally make it to the construction site to leap to their doom I feel well, like would regulate that there should be some there safety fence, fence around you yeah. do we do we talk about their, the, all the kids are on a monorail and then the monorail gets knocked out and without knowing that all the children are on this monorail because they have no idea what's going on with the parents, the monorail becomes a huge um, uh, thing they need to fix for the Rangers. Oh yeah, Tommy. Um, Tommy lays the uh, the Falcon Zord, which would not work, which somehow works. <laughs> because do you know how many rails you need to run a monorail? Mm. Well, it's mono, so 32? No, Adam, mono actually means one. Oh, I, I didn't, I'm not, I'm not a student of life. Mm. It's understandable. I don't, I don't fault you for not knowing. Um, do you language. know how many tracks run across the back of Tommy's Falcon Zord? Uh, 32. <laughs> no, Adam, I'm sorry. Actually, it's zero. Uh, <laughs> this one I kind of have to fault you a little bit for. Like they don't say a number, or a name. Yeah. Like it's just it's, this is more of a common sense thing. Yeah. Um, but still, the monorail travels safely across the Falcon Zord, um, <laughs> as if it has a track on it. Which, in retrospect, like it's just fucking oh, a paint job. But here, here he said, he then goes, "Good luck, kids." But he, like he, he's been on a different planet. Yeah, he should have no idea who he has was on no that idea train. who's on the train. Even if he knew it was all the kids, he doesn't know what they're doing. Yeah. Like, he doesn't know anything about the parents. I, my next note... <laughs> I re- this is one I should have put parentheses on. It just says 9-11. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Oh, God. Oh wait! Does something fly into a building? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> About how when they're fighting Ivan Ooze robot Ivan Ooze in space, they they give him a robot nut shot, and that somehow affects. I had forgotten about that. They defeat the main villain of this movie with a knee to the nuts. Yeah. Um. Oh, let's talk about the bad CGI. CGI for the robots is terrible. It's even mm. worse when Ivan Ooze impregnates oh himself into the robot. Oh my god, it's awful. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I have a note. When they get to the construction site and they're trying to like rescue the parents, and the kid goes up into the like the the 
I guess like a fire. Yeah, the fire hose for some reason. When he's spraying people, if you if you really watch it, he like he sprays exclusively kids for like the first. Like, oh yeah, he does. Ninety percent of the whole spraying scene, it's just all the kids. He doesn't get any parents. Um, um, let me ask you a question. Is it the water that saves the parents, or is it Ivan Ooze blowing up that saves the parents? It's the water. He watches the, the like the the ooze like kind of goop. Because I feel like he's shooting them all with a hose, and nothing's I mean, happening. You know what? I hadn't thought about this. Well, it's because he's only spraying children. Yeah, he's spraying, he's spraying the kids, and that's it. I hadn't thought about that, but that you think maybe like it's like a power. Yeah, like a mind I don't know, control type thing. Like, they kind of give the kid the credit. Like it's never, I don't like they. They don't play it off as like the kid. It's just like a like a timing thing. Yeah. Uh, what do what do wires crawl back into? What did you just say to me? <laughs> I just I have another that just says, "LOL, the wires and stuff crawling back in." Oh, when when the when um when Sordon's house repairs itself. Oh right, yeah. <laughs> um. Wait, oh, I would like that. Like with with what they learned, they can like save Sordon. Oh <laughs> yeah, that- my next note says to those who possess anything is possible, even resurrection. I, yeah, I just said, I just said, I was like, you didn't really learn anything. Some woman in a bikini made you a frog, and now you can revive the dead. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, oh, shit. Uh, I love the so then like everybody's partying and like there's a like, uh, you can tell that they're celebrating because there's a sign. <laughs> I just said celebration tonight. Yeah, exactly. Um, Zach, um, keep keep talking for three seconds. Uh, my my next note is just about how, uh, with recent experience given the holiday, fireworks are just garbage. Like they're like, I the 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 greatest trick the devil ever played was uh, tricking people into thinking that fireworks were a thing that you should go see. Um, overall, for the record, there's fireworks in the movie. I didn't just go off on fireworks. Um. And then that's the end of the movie, and it's just awful. And I don't know how we like this as kids because we were dumb. I guess we were just dumb. And I even went back because my my son, who's a dumb kid, but he's like he's like he's two. He's supposed to be dumb. Man. Sorry, I had to run and pick up my GoPuff order from the front door. Uh, I heard you say that fireworks are are trash. But what'd you say? Yes. Oh, um, this was just awful. Um, and, uh, I was was going on and I don't know how we all liked it. And then going on from that, I was saying my son seemed to enjoy it, but he's two, he's dumb. Yeah. Um, so I was confused because again, this movie comes in a, like a second generation kind of spot in the, 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 the Power Rangers like progression where we've already lost some Rangers. We've. Got moved on to a different uh, bad guy. So I was like, how do exactly Adam, Rocky, and Aisha, who I don't think we've said Aisha's name the entire movie. <laughs> the no, we didn't, I think the only people were Tommy, Kimberly, and Rocky. We've said 
I, you know what? You know what? I no, we've said Billy. I know I said Billy at one point. Oh, you know, we, and now that you mention it, we've said everybody's name but Aisha. That wasn't yes. intentional. <laughs> on on your part. Um, <laughs> um, I could not remember how exactly. Like I, I had, like I knew that Tommy, not Tommy, Jason, Trini, and Zach go to like the Peace Corps or something. Yeah, I just couldn't remember how they got hooked up with with Rocky, Aisha, and Adam. So my son seemed into it enough that I was like, "Let me throw the the original the, the original series is on Netflix. Let me throw this on. Let me." Well, you know, refresh my memory. It it happens over like a four episode arc, mm-hmm. but uh, the episode is like twenty, even nineteen minutes. Like I said to Adam, I texted Adam, I was like, "You want to know how commercialized this show is? It, some of the episodes are nineteen minutes, which means eleven minutes of the show were commercials." Yeah. Um, I got about four minutes into the first episode. And could not do it anymore. I was done. Like I was like I, like I thought the movie was bad. The show is rough. Is is fucking rough. But you know, you know, not everyone's my, gonna um, hold up. From when my my six year old loves the OG Power Rangers. Um, he loves the OG Power Rangers, and he loves um, the Dino. He he's he's a big fan of dinosaurs, so he loves like the Dino Power Rangers. Um, but yeah, I've I've um I don't think I've ever showed him the movie, but I've definitely he's definitely watched like the entire first two seasons of the Power Rangers, like on loop. Rough man. Um, I have a couple notes about the um <clears throat> the party at the end, the platter that they're eating from at the end is very interesting. I don't. I don't. Go back that. and Google it. It's like it's just I a don't think that I, 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 Adam. I promise you, if I Google that. It's not going to give me any. And I, I promise you, I'm not going to get the answers I need yeah. from googling platter they eat from at the end of the Power Rangers movie. <laughs> um, it's literally like it looks like a mountain of food with like crab legs sticking out perpendicular from it. It's very, it's crazy. Um, and then um, Tommy should never wear his hair down ever. Well, it's casual, Tommy. It's casual, Tommy. Um, I have a note that just says, the song that plays during the fireworks is a banger. And the song is called Dreams by Van Halen. Overall, the soundtrack on this movie... Oh, dude, is... the movie starts off with them skydiving to higher ground. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a solid soundtrack. Yeah. Um... Tommy and Kimberly give each other a look, like while the fireworks are going off, like they're gonna morph and then fuck. Like Kimberly's like, "Hey Tommy, why Zordon's recovering and I'm not his like little so fuck dog buddy or whatever." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe you and me could slip off and have something like maybe yeah. with emotion. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's weird. Also, there's a mid-credit sequence for this movie. Oh, I did not see that. Oh yeah. So, you remember earlier in the movie when Ivan Ooze traps Rita and Zed in the snow globe? 
Yeah, why is Snow Globe, by the way? I haven't known about that. I don't know. No idea. Bizarre. Um, but the mid credit sequence is Goldar and the pig. Like they're like sitting on Zed's throne, like talking about how they're in charge. And then Zed and Rita walk in, like, no the fuck you ain't. <laughs> no, I missed that. Yeah. That's what's happened. Um, but yeah, so that's um that's this fucking this classic film. Hey Adam. What's up? What are you watching? Um, so, as uh, I mentioned last week and the week before, uh, I've been making my way uh, through Game of Thrones. I'm currently at, um, I'm currently at season five. Uh, so what we've just, what I've just seen is um, the Wildlings attacking Castle Black and Egret dying, and Tyrion killing Tywin. Spoiler alert. Um, but uh, new things that I've been watching, um, I watched, I talked about it a couple times, uh, the movie No Sudden Move, which is mm-hmm. a movie that was released to HBO Max on, I believe, July 1st. Um, it's it's not great. It's okay. It's not great. I went into it... Um, there was the movie that was out late earlier in the year, The Little Things on HBO Max, was Denzel Washington, mm. uh, Rami Malek, and Which I, I Jared Leto. Overall, you enjoyed it. Overall, yeah. I thought it was. See, I thought it. I thought it was okay. It was fine. It was, yeah, it was fine. I like. I literally, if I watch The Little Things again in my life, it's because we're doing it on this podcast, which I yeah. don't see happening. Other than that, I did not see myself ever watching the movie again. But I didn't like, you know, want it off of my television while I was watching it. Yeah, I said to Zach, um, I think what HBO Max is doing is like they're they're new to the streaming game, so they need to catch up and put out original content. Well, no, so that, this, just... that's not what this is. What this is. Warner Brothers deciding that there's still not a market for theatrical releases at the moment, but wanting people to see these movies. Oh, then then Warner Brothers is buying very generic scripts and throwing like big names behind them and hoping that people like overlook the fact that the scripts aren't great. The story isn't great because there's big name actors in it. Because yeah, no sudden is... move has no sudden move is Don Cheadle, Benicio del Toro, John Hamm. Um, what's the name of the actor who plays Hopper? Uh, David. Fuck. David Harbour. Harbour, David Harbour. Um, it's got um, Kieran Culkin. It's got Ray Liotta. It's got, uh, spoiler alert towards the end of the movie, Matt Damon shows up. Yeah, this is this is solely um, Warner Brothers didn't think they would make any money. In the theaters, which is why there's there's big movies coming to HBO Max. So it's not like they're just like fucking around. Like Sp- the Space Jam sequel, which is quote unquote big movie. The the Sopranos prequel, supposedly the Matrix prequel or sequel later in the year was originally mm-hmm. on the schedule. I don't know if it is Suicide Squad. This is Warner Brothers not thinking they can make enough money in um 
theaters. So they go to HBO Max and they say, we'll give you these movies to run the same time that they release in theaters if you give us a bunch of money. Yeah. And HBO Max going, if we're releasing these movies the same day they are in theaters on our service, more people might buy our service and we might make that money back. This isn't them going, let's let's try to put some movies out. Yeah, it's it it's it seems very everything seems like everything but the casting seems very half assed. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, so I was watching No Sudden Move. Um something else that I'm watching, uh what I've been watching, I said because I forgot that I had watched No Sudden Move. That's how little of an impact it is. Oh, excuse me. I opened, oh, God. I opened Red Vines. Um, it, that's how little of an impact it left on Did there. you have to open them? Like, were they in, like, a hard plastic? You had to open them with a box cutter? What the hell was happening over there? It was it was just a ripping. Um, uh, something I've been watching a lot recently. Um, a guy that I work with named Gino. He built himself... A, uh, a raspberry pie which is basically a thing it's a small it's a computer basically but you can but what people sounds use like, it for is a classic like huh sounds like an innuendo for something yeah he but basically what people use it for is like old video games like he has this little tiny box that's like maybe four inches by like three inches wide and it has 11,000 games on it. It's literally like every game you can imagine from like the beginning of video games until PlayStation. Until PlayStation? Not including yeah. PlayStation? It, up to and including PlayStation. Jet Moto? Yep. Too Extreme? Oh, shit. I forgot about that. I didn't ask him if he had that. Um, you but he's he got Jet Moto? He has Jet Moto. You he asked has- him about Jet Moto? Things I've things I've played on on this Raspberry Pi, I've Rayman, played, huh? Rayman. I haven't played Rayman, but I've seen Rayman on there. Um, I've played Crash Bandicoot Two, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Two, Parappa the Rapper, Mar- Super Mario Brothers. Um, I played uh, a PlayStation game I used to love called um, Fighting Force. I've seen him play the Super Nintendo, like, Spider-Man games. I've seen him play, like, NES, like, air, like, helicopter combat games. Like, wacky, like, crazy shit. Um, it, it, remember, it's literally and, just and like... I, do you remember huh? an NES game we used to have? I don't remember getting very far in it. But you, you would... The first level, at least, you were driving in a tank... And it was a, a, like a, an overhead view. No. It was like one word. I think it started with a G. I literally, for the life of me, will never remember it. But anyway, but continue. He, um, I played the... Uh, do you remember the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers game for Sega that was like a fighting game? The fighting game, yeah. I thought about that during this movie, actually. Mm-hmm. I played that game. He, I didn't play it yet, but he has the Super Nintendo Power Rangers game. You know where I, I rented? You know, I might have even bought the game from. You know where I at least at one point had a copy of the game from? Hmm. Of the Sega 
uh, fighting game. Oh, the 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 you you rented it from the the movie store by camp. Revere Video. Yep. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I've just been um I've been basically just like reliving my childhood through this Raspberry Pi. I, I I don't understand. He he has it, and I don't understand when you're playing these games. Oh, I'm sorry. He brings it to work, and on lunch, he plugs it into a computer. He plugs it into the computer monitor, and we play it on the computer monitor at lunch. Yeah, okay. Um, but yeah, we we just it's 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 just nostalgia at its best. Um, Matt Dalton was sending pictures of like um, Tiger Electronics handheld games. Um, because like he, he was just think him and his brother were talking about uh, video games, and they got on to talking about the Tiger Electronics games. And then, um, do you remember we had it? It was a baseball game where the the like it was a bat. I do remember that. Yeah, it was like it a blue handle with a gray bat. Yeah, he sent a picture of that. I was like, holy shit! My nostalgia meter just went off. But then he was talking about like. Um, we were talking about like where in timing car is Carmen San Diego, and I was explaining like the one that we had for the computer where mm-hmm. uh, you talk to Leif Erickson and he teach you about Thor's there. Mm-hmm. And he says salutations once again. Um, but yeah, so I've been I've I've been I watched No Sudden Move. It was okay, not great. I've been going down Nostalgia Boulevard with um at work on this Raspberry Pi, um. Zach, what have you been watching this week? Uh, actually, a good amount of stuff. Uh, we'll get to Loki in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it was my older son's movie night this week, and he picked Ryan the Last Dragon. Oh, okay. Uh, it sucked. Really, I enjoyed it. It was a dig boring. It could not. It didn't hold my attention. I could not care less. I thought it was decent. Couldn't My go. kids love it. Um, one thing uh, I got into a more recent thing and a older thing this week. Less so because the, the the more recent thing is is my main event this week because I cannot um, stress enough how everyone should go watch it. Uh, watch the, what? The older, what's that? You said you watch. Everyone should go watch what? Oh, I have a I have a newer thing and an older thing. The newer thing I'm going to hold as the like the last thing because that's like oh, the, okay. uh, the the older thing is uh, some reason uh, me and my wife have gotten not super into into but enough that like I said to her the other I was like are we going to have to watch like all of this uh, and she's like I don't know maybe uh, we're just watching SVU. Oh really? Yeah. And just like fucking, like the other day, I uh, Thursday I watched. Uh, today's Saturday. Uh, Thursday is when I watched the Power Rangers movie. I started at nine o'clock, and the only reason I started it then, because I had planned on watching it yesterday on Friday. The only reason I started it is because SVU stopped being on. If there had been another episode of SVU on after the last one I watched that ended at 9 o'clock, I probably would not have watched Mighty Morphin Power Rangers on Thursday night. I probably would have watched it on Friday. Uh-huh. Um, uh, yeah, just watching SVU episodes when they're on USA. It's a, a, You kind of like, 
you don't have to pay super attention to it. It kind of you can kind of like do your you know, thing, but you can. You know, the good thing about it is, you don't have to pay close attention. Really, it's good background noise, and you don't have to have seen you. You don't have to have seen. You don't have to any of anyone. Anyway. You can literally just put on, like maybe every now and then there'll be some like, like I'll watch one episode where like the blonde detective. I don't even know her name. Amanda, I think. Has no kids, and then like the next episode, she has two kids, and like doesn't really matter. Like we're just trying to bust this bad guy who, yeah, who cares, who, you know? who, who raped a transgender prostitute and then dumped them in, like you know, like you know what I mean? It's all fucked up shit. Yeah. Um, but the main event, the thing that like I was obsessed with for literally, and ended up being like eighteen hours. Mm-hmm. Uh. If you have the capability, if even if you don't have Apple TV, if you have some like sort of like pirating thing or whatever, go watch all ten episodes of Ted Lasso. Um, you and Zach were talking about this. Um, it is it is for anybody who just a quick uh, overarching uh, explanation of the series. Back in whatever a couple of years ago, I don't remember exactly. NBC Sports got the rights to the Premier League soccer, which is like the top English English Premier League. League. Yeah. Yeah, English Premier League. It's they like got the where you see like your your Manchester United and yeah, your like it's it's the, the top league in England. Um and as part of their advertising for you know the Premier League on NBC Sports, they got Jason Sudeikis to play this character and the concept of the character was he's an American football coach who is going to coach Premier League soccer. Doesn't know anything about the sport. Uh, actually, the 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 advertisement Jason's uh, like Ted Lasso is more like snarky and like. But if you want to show that literally, the stakes are. Like you care about the stakes, like you 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 want the team to succeed, and everything, but the stakes are low enough that it's not going. Like if it they don't succeed, you're heartbroken, which allows you to just like like he it, the Ted Lasso in the show is just a positive, uh, kind of motivating. He doesn't care about wins and losses. He cares about bringing the best out of these young guys that are playing soccer for him. Mm-hmm. So, if like the stakes are low enough that you kind of could just you just feel good watching the show. Like you never really feel like bummed out or, and it's funny. Like, it's, it's like they make a lot of like. Um, I wish I could think of an example, but like a lot of jokes were like. Uh, uh, for for instance, what what was a joke? I, like just to, to give you an example, is the type of jokes. Um, shit, my wife. Oh oh, uh, it was like late in the day, and it hadn't been very humid all day. But all of a sudden, it got very muggy in the house. We didn't have the air on, and I said to my wife, uh, uh, "You could. Uh, uh, it feels like we could have a couple couple." cups of coffee in here and she was like what i was like it's a little you know it's it's getting muggy <laughs> like that kind of stupid yeah. i remember yeah. um 
my favorite commercial, like the Ted Lasso commercial, Lasso commercials, was like he's on like a broadcast and he's saying something, and they go to him like, yeah, like you know we're live, right? And he's like, what? We're live? It's like I thought that said live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot of just like, um, there's like a running joke throughout the thing. Evidently in England, they're they're like the water like they'll generally give you is like carbonated. It's like, um, and he's like, he never expects it. So like he'll drink it and then immediately spit it out. (laughs) Cause he like, he's like taken aback by the bubbles. That's awesome. There's a whole running bit throughout the whole season of how tea, he hates tea. Like at one point he goes, he goes, so he goes, you like this? He goes, oh, yeah, man, I love it. And he goes, I think you're, you're all trying to play a trick on us. <laughs> um, I, I I got really bummed when I finished it because I literally watched it. Uh, I had heard good things about it, put it on one night while my wife was at work, watched seven of the ten episodes all in a row, and then finished the next morning. And was bummed that I didn't spread it out enough because now I had no Ted Lasso to watch. But luckily for me, I got into it uh, two weeks before the second season comes comes back. So uh, get, everybody catch up on Ted Lasso before July 23rd when uh, more Ted Lasso comes out. Um, uh, you want to do a quick uh, Loki thing? I just want to say, um, speaking of shows that are coming back or just recently came back... Um, a show that'll probably be my what are you watching um there's a show um on netflix atypical um that just came back on friday um uh, i don't know if we ever mentioned it before on the podcast zach and i have oh, a you, you, um, yeah you mentioned it what atypical or, 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 or the, this might have been kylie's what are you watching when she was on maybe um, our sister Kylie, um, Zach and I have a nephew who is who is um, uh, diagnosed with autism uh, about a, maybe a year ago at this point, um, maybe a little bit longer. I can't remember. Um, but the show Atypical is about a family who has a uh, college age um, autistic son. Um, it's very funny. It's got um, uh, it's got Jennifer Jason Lee. Uh, Michael, what's the name of the guy who does the beautiful girl can make you dizzy? Michael Rappaport. Rappaport, yeah. Um, it's got him. If you guys have ever seen um, United States of Terra, it has the kid who plays the son on United States of Terra on it. Um, it's a pretty good show. Um, uh, that's coming out. That'll probably be my next thing of it. But when you were talking about, um, when you just mentioned how you got into something like right when it, uh, right when it's about to come back. Uh, it reminded me of that, so it's a, it's a good time to get into that show. But apparently, this is the fourth and final season of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's talk about Loki. Yeah, uh, spoiler alert: uh, we're going to be talking about uh, the fifth and penultimate episode. That pent. Pent ultimate. Penultimate. Pent ultimate episode. No, you're, put, you're putting an extra T in there. Oh, let me try again. Uh, we're going to be talking about the pent. Ultimate. Perfect. Oh, Perfect. Wait, wait. Um, I think I got it this time. We're going to be talking about the pen ultimate episode of, <laughs> of uh, Loki. Um, what did you think about 
this week's episode. Um, it was um, it was a lot of goofy fun. I um, I sent Adam the meme. I spent I spent like fifteen minutes looking through Google. I, I hate how hard it is to Google specific like memes. Sometimes mm-hmm. I wanted the meme. It was a um. There's a, a, a meme out there from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, one of the characters saying, I've had this dog, I don't remember the dog's name, for like 48 hours, and I would die for them. And I would, like, or if they died, I would kill myself or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I was, I, I'd seen one about uh, Crocodile Loki. Yeah. And, uh, I, I was like, that's how I feel about Crocodile Loki. I, I have to find this. Meme and it took me like fifteen minutes, and then Adam hadn't seen the episode yet. Yeah, I, I was, um, I was like, oh well, well, thanks for nothing, Adam. I yeah. um, the episode, the the new episodes come out on Wednesdays, and I keep forgetting that it's Wednesday when it's Wednesday, and um, so I didn't watch Loki until. Is it just me, or is Wednesday the most that kind of day of the entire week? Yeah. Like yeah, you think it's either Tuesday or Thursday. It's never really Wednesday. Yeah, it's weird. Um, yeah, I always forget when there's a new episode out. So I didn't watch Loki. I got home from work this morning at like four thirty. I watched Loki before I went to sleep this morning. Um, you had said about getting the uh, Frog Thor spoiled for you. Yeah. I had literally yeah. no idea what you were talking about. Oh, so when they're no, I so I, I went back and like looked it up because then I was like, well, what the fuck, Frog Thor thing did I miss? So I had to yeah, know. Frog Thor is like a thing from the is a comic book thing, um, but at, at one point in the I mean, episode, technically, it's all a comic book thing. Yeah, it's true, um, but uh, it's literally like three seconds of screen time. You see Frog Thor in a jar. Um, this episode was full of like random, like random Easter eggs. Um, for instance, there's at one point there's a helicopter that says Thanos on the side of it. That's how Thanos travels around in the comic books. Is like he travels by helicopter. By helicopter. <laughs> yeah. Um, very strange. I noticed at one point um, the ship, the the bad guy from Guardians of the Galaxy, Ronan. At one point, you see the ship that he flies in. The I think it's called the. At this point, because he's he's called Ronan the Accuser, but I feel like his his ship is called like the Dark Star or something like that. At a certain point, you see that just kind of like laying in like rubble and shit. I, I believe um, his ship is actually called the a cruiser. Yeah, the a cruiser. Um. But yeah, there's there's a lot of interest. There's a lot of fun little, um, a lot of fun little Easter eggs in the um, in the pod in the in the episode. Um, I, I like to I listen. I watched uh, I watched it with subtitles on. So whenever mm-hmm. a friend of the podcast, the manager from Spice World, talked, he was listed as classic Loki, mm-hmm. and like the classic Loki is wearing like the Loki costume from like the old cart from the old comic books and shit. Um, um, he, he, uh, to, uh, everybody's amusement. 
posted a tweet um, or an Instagram or whatever of a picture of him in the costume, like in his dressing room looking in the mirror. Mm -hmm. And said, 50 years ago, I told my father I wanted to be an actor. And he told me, like, what, you just want to dress up in hats and tights for the rest of your life? <laughs> <That's him. laughs> He's like, like, I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, but all in all, I thought it was a good episode. We finally we finally saw that, like, scene from the trailer where it looks like Loki's running for, like, office. Yeah. Finally figured out what the hell was going on with that. Um, where it's just all of the Lokis exist on a, on a, on a single plane. Um, I like that kid Loki was like the one in charge for some reason. Um, I just couldn't. I I was just all about Crocodile Loki. I think he's yeah, Crocodile Crocodile. Loki he's a rising that. star. I think he's gonna do big things. Um, I love that he was in a little pool. <laughs> that made me mm-hmm. laugh. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I don't know where it's going. I don't know. The comics. I don't know if, they, if, if like I knew the comics, maybe I would know who's behind this all. I don't know if that's a, th- a like, but I definitely. Um, I was glad that we saw Mobius again. Yeah, I'm glad they didn't just because he's a big enough star that if he died after the fourth episode, if it was not seen again, you would be like, yeah, like they can only give him so much money. Yeah. And the fact that he went through a a, a, a TVA is the TVA, right? Time. Yeah. The fact they went through a TVA like portal basically gives me hope that we're going to see him in the next episode. Yeah. Um. I I don't I don't know who who even to suspect is behind all that. Who's going to be behind that? Uh, that cloud monster. Yeah, like so, what the fuck? Oh, I was a little put off, but I feel like it was a little convenient that like she kind of touched the cloud and yeah, that uh, was a little put off by the 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 A to B. But I, like, I'm 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 fine with where we're. I'm fine with. I was good with the A, and I'm fine with the B. I just, uh, it doesn't really matter, I guess, in the end how. Like the the path we take, but um, can I ask you a weird question? I thought of while watching Loki this morning, Adam. You yes. can ask me anything you want. All right, so Loki, as we know and love him, as played by Tom Hiddleston, um, is is uh, interacting with this new Loki that's uh, that he named Sylvie. And they're both Lokis. They're just Lokis from different... Multiverses. Multiverses. Um, the entire episode, I was... The, the entire episode, there was this tension between them where they were... It's, it seemed like at any moment they were just going to kiss and it was going to be a big moment. Now, here's my question. If Tom Hiddleston Loki bangs Sylvie Loki, is that technically masturbation? Uh, 
Anyway, next week on the show, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're going to be covering a movie. This one came out just uh, squeaked squeaked in there, right, Adam? You said. Oh wait, before you go into what we're covering next week, I want to give a um, I want to give a special shout out. Um, Zach has mentioned that if he feels like he hasn't gotten enough love on the podcast re- recently, he feels like it's been the fucking Matt Dalton show recently. Um, I want to give a special shout out to, um, to John Hannigan, friend of the podcast, John Hannigan. Um, I spoke to John Hannigan this morning. Um, today, John Hannigan moved from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania to California. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. He, um, he, he was loading, I, I saw him loading up, uh, the U-Haul and he was, um, he was gearing up to move out to, um, California. I believe his wife has family out there. So they're moving out to be closer to his wife's family. Um, but, um, I just wanted to say, um, good luck to John and Marissa out there. Um, hope everything goes well. I'm sure John at this point is still driving. So I'm hoping the, uh, the drive is going well and very uneventful. Um, but, um, I said to John earlier today when I talked to him that, um, we're going to have, we, I want to have him back on the podcast very soon. Absolutely. So, um, uh, he's going to, he's going to be talking like, he's going to be like talking like a super surfer dude. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be weird. Um, yeah, it's going to be like, this, that's not the John Hannigan I bought a door from. Yeah. That's not um, the John Hannigan I bought several doors from. <laughs> John had mentioned, in my garage. John had mentioned, um, two, movies that he would really want to cover and i know zach has referenced before that one of them is his one of his is his favorite comedy um so we we're really looking forward to having john and john back on the podcast and um just want to say good luck to him out there and um hope everything goes well but zach what are we covering next week uh next week we're covering the movie that was released on july 1st of i'm gonna guess 90 is this 92 92 is it 92 yep nice uh the penny marshall directed featuring her brother gary marshall uh a league of their own actually now that you mention it when we did for the one year anniversary episode um penny marshall was my favorite female director because she was the female director who directed my favorite um the director of the, the the movie who I what I would consider my favorite movie directed by a female director, which is did you say the title? A League of Their Own. A League of Their yeah, Own. I don't know if you said the title or not. I did. Yes. Um, um, also, and this is going to sound like a joke, and I th- I don't know if Adam took it as a joke as well. We might not actually talk about it. We'll see. But if you want to be fully prepared for next week's episode, um, I'm going to post in the the Twitter a YouTube video of the episode of the the PBS kids show, Arthur. (laughs) (laughs) Where uh, Mr. Ratburn, the teacher, gets gay married. (laughs) Zach Um, was... Zach was texting me while I was at work the other night, losing his mind about this episode of Arthur that tackled the issue of gay marriage. 
And here's the thing. It's because I was... I completely misread the episode. So, if, if you want to be... I, I can't guarantee we're actually going to talk about it. If I get to it, we'll get to it. Uh, but I will post it in the Twitter. It's only 13 minutes long. Uh, we might talk about the episode of Arthur where Mr. Ratburn uh, has a gay marriage. <laughs> Other than that, we're definitely talking about A League of Their Own. Yeah. Which, did you know they're making a TV show of? They, they made a TV show of it. Like when it first came out. Well, they're doing one now. Are they? And they just recently cast the um, Jimmy Dugan role, like role. Oh, who they cast? Nick Offerman. Oh, I could see that. That's rad. Yeah. Uh, so join us next week for. What I, say, <laughs> I honestly two? fully expect you to be like, oh, who they cast for Jimmy Dugan? You're like. Timothy Chalamet. He's a chameleon. Uh, so join us next week. We're going to talk about A League of Their Own. We might talk about an episode where a rat marries a gay artwork. <laughs> <laughs> um, other than that, Adam, if you're going to do your spiel. Um, yeah, so... Uh... <laughs> gay artwork. Uh, follow us on the Twitter. At a summer movie CLU in the number one. Uh, let us know uh, your stance on rats marrying aardvarks. Um, gay rats know, um, marrying gay aardvarks. We're, we're already on board with the, the female aardvark marrying a, a male rat. We're already, that's been through the Supreme Court. <laughs> let's, not, let's not rehash this. We, we're there. Yeah. But now let's go a step deeper. Gay rat. Gay artwork. <laughs> should, should they be allowed to get married? And Let us you know, know your vote, yes or no. Um, I'll, I'll, say my, I'll say my opinion, my controversial opinion for next week. Oh, you're going to save it for next week? I'm going to save my controversial Opinion on whether gay rats and gay artwork should get married. Sounds good. Um, what, is this, what is this show? Yeah, it's show's nonsense. <laughs> um, but yeah, follow us on the Twitter at some movie CLU and then number one. Um, and uh, as we say always, Zach, if you don't have anything else, um, be safe, be healthy, be kind to one another. Um, again, I'll say good luck to John Hannigan out there in California. And um, we'll see everybody next week. Next week, um, Zach and I will both be down the shore, but we'll be recording oh, in person. Um, forgot about that. We'll be recording uh, in person, so everyone tune in for a uh, for a great episode of uh, for uh, League of the Run. I forgot what movie we're covering. Shit, League of the Run. Uh, League of the Run. But um, yeah, we'll see everybody next week. Zach, if you don't got anything else. Go, go, thanks for listening. Go, go, thanks for listening. All right, we'll see you guys.